Well, I have some bad news, and I have some good news. Bad news is this sermon is going to be very short. The good news is this sermon is going to be very short. We are continuing our rules of the road of faith, and today's topic is faith on the freeway. I have always been interested in how we Christians involve our faith in our everyday lives. Just what is it that we all have to do to literally walk the walk and talk the talk as Christians? How do we incorporate the teachings of Jesus Christ into our everyday lives? Not just on Sundays, but throughout the rest of our lives. That's what has interested me for a long time, and I'd like to share that interest with you. For all of us, everyday life is a complex affair. Much of it is made up of familiar situations, responsibilities, frustrations, pressures, conflicts, obligations, and demands. In the midst of all these, we entertain our hopes and expectations and meet the inevitable and frequently repetitive satisfactions and disappointments. However, sometimes a crisis or new opportunities arise that break the normal rhythm of our lives. Then long-standing certainties are replaced by newly discovered anxieties. The world around us is changing and it becomes hard to keep pace with all that is happening. The big picture often eludes us. Life easily becomes confusing and its content often contradictory. To those of us who are called to connect faith with every single part of our lives, just how to answer that call is a little unclear. If it is true that the major Judeo-Christian traditions have always insisted that our religious convictions and values should be reflected in all that we do, then there's a lot to think about. Just how do we integrate our faith into the way we eat, drink, work, play, worship, and serve? How do we act as parents and friends? What is our involvement with our neighbors, colleagues, and dealing with our culture in general. Many have said over the years that all these activities need to be related to our faith in God. They would say, how else will others know that God has made a difference in your life? I'm going to talk about three Christian concepts that we can use in our everyday lives to practice our faith and make it stronger. They are prayer, patience, and love. You can also include the concepts that I talked about last week of letting God take control, seeking to learn God's wisdom, and the practice of humility. So, what is an example of everyday living that we can all relate to and in which we should be applying our faith? I will say that what I'm going to talk about is the freeway, driving on the freeway. There are three instances of freeway. Well, there are a lot of instances of freeway driving, but I'm going to only talk about three. The first is getting on or merging into the freeway. There we are, stopped at one of those ramp stoplights, looking at it and willing it to turn green. The guy next to us is going to beat us. When 
we get off on the green, we just have a few yards to get up to at least 45 miles an hour to hopefully enter the flow of traffic that's probably going around 60 miles an hour. If this is not a perfect time for prayer, I don't know if we'll ever find it. At that moment, we want to know we are safe and that we can proceed with confidence. That is what prayer gives us in our everyday lives. It allows us to gain the strength that only talking to God can give us. It allows us to gain what what God wants to hear and what we want God to tell us. God wants to communicate with us. When we do communicate with God, we can be confident that God has heard us. That confidence can give us strength to go through all the mergings in our lives. Whether it's starting school, changing to a new school, graduating from high school, entering college, or that first real job, deciding to stay at home to raise a family, changing jobs, seeing our kids leave home to find their own lives, or ending our work career. In all these mergings, God can and will help us through them if we first discuss them with God in prayer. How often do we pray to God? In our scriptural passage today from Thessalonians, Paul says, in every situation, I repeat, In every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. The second concept is patience. There we are on the 405 freeway headed north at 830 in the morning. We are on the busiest freeway in the country. That's true. Stuck in one of its all-too-common traffic chains. Nothing's moving. Absolutely nothing. Patience is certainly called for in these situations in a very, very big way. God calls us to be patient in all that we do, but especially God's will for us and our lives. There will be many traffic jams in our lives. And if we turn to God in those times, God will give us the patience to endure them until they end. And they will end. God has repeatedly told told us that it is God's will, not our own. And it is God's timetable, not our own, that should be guiding our lives. When we desperately want the answer to a vexing problem, we need to ask God for the answer. The answer will come but in God's time, not our own. How wonderful it would be to have someone in our lives who wants the best outcome for us in every aspect of those lives and someone who asks us to do our best and then turn the result over to them. Well, there is someone that we can do that with, and that is God through Jesus Christ. God is here right now and more than willing to look to the best in us and assure us the best will result in all that we do. Now, the results may not be what we want or even expect, but we can diminish the impatience we so often feel over the traffic jams of our lives through patience in God. 
The third concept is love. I will illustrate in a story versions of which I frequently hear in the mediations that I conduct. We're once again on the freeway and driving in stop and go traffic. Suddenly, we hear and simultaneously feel that sickening joke from the rear. Yep, we've been rear-ended and damage has been done. We get out of the car mad and ready to deal aggressively with the person who so carelessly and recklessly ran into us. We then discover that the person driving the other car is a woman who is obviously distraught. We think that's good. She should be distraught for running into us. However, we quickly learn that the reason for her emotion has nothing to do with the accident. But instead, immediately prior to it, she was rushing to the hospital because she was told her mother was brought there and that she was dying. Here is where the love Jesus calls us to show one another manifests itself. Most of us in that situation would immediately forget about the accident and its petty consequences and immediately ask if we could be of any help or service to the young woman, including driving her to the hospital. That is what God would ask of us in these accidents of life, to show God's love through using the gifts God has given us to come to the aid of those around us. When we use those gifts in our daily lives, we are living God's call for us to do unto others as we would have them do unto us. The love God shows others won't eliminate the accidents of life, but it certainly will lessen their consequences. There's something that I have learned in studying the Bible and leading Bible study classes for years. And it is that for centuries, there has been a force that people have turned to to improve their daily lives. That force is God. And for us Christians, that force is God through Jesus Christ. And just as God has been available for people for centuries, God, through Jesus Christ, is also available for us right here and right now. God can give to us a power because God is all-powerful. And with that power, both the significant and the insignificant issues of our everyday lives will become much more bearable. So, let us begin right now, right here, to incorporate prayer, patience, and love into every aspect of our day-to-day lives, including driving on the freeway. And we will see the change for the better, not only in our lives, but those lives that are around us. Amen.